Hey everybody, this is Kim C, and you're listening to The Year of Underrated Stephen King, a book podcast of one woman's literary endeavor to swim through the uncharted, underrated waters of King's not-as-popular titles. Hello guys and gals, we are kicking off the October Halloween season just a little early. I'm so excited. I can no longer wait. So I decided we're going to have mucho fun this month and take a little breather from the novels, just a little one, just a wee breather for some mini episodes to hopefully help us enjoy this season. So I wanted to kick off some fun trivia questions. I've been cooking up these past few months, just jotting them down here and there. And uh, I've compiled them all into 25 questions for all of you guys and all 25 of the questions are from the 17 novels, short stories, novella collections, and two miniseries we have thus covered on the podcast. So if you're new to the show, no worries. I made sure to have a few classic King questions from his more popular works that all of us constant readers should know for the most part. So you can still participate and play along there. I'm going to have some classic King questions waiting just for you. But my hope is, is that you remember much more than you think with these questions and that they unlock the details you may have put way in the back of your mental shelf and they'll just pop out and surprise you. But overall, some of these are pretty easy, I think, (laughs) but one or two are going to be tricky hard and moderately obscure, and I'm hoping this doesn't happen, but it might, depending on your personality, where you, you just get mad because something seems so impossible, you might just throw up your hands and say, no way! But uh, hopefully it evens out and you'll be able to rack up some points and some street cred. And also, this is a big one, if I somehow am wrong in my answers, please let me know ASAP, guys, because there's nothing worse than uh, trying to represent and I'm walking around here like a buffoon with the wrong answer. So if I somehow uh, got my wires crossed a little bit and I have the wrong answer, please let me know ASAP. So what we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to read each of the 25 questions twice. So I'm going to read and kind of let you know where the novel or the short story is from. So I will be sure to include the title of the accompanying work if it's helpful. And then we'll have a wee transition after I read each question two times. And at that point, you can pause this episode, you can hunt down some answers in your hardcovers, you can use the internet, or you can rack your brain thinking for a minute. And then after the transition, I will reveal the answers. I'll read the questions one more time with the accompanying answers. But before we begin, I've also created an online Jeopardy game in case anybody plans to have any virtual gatherings with friends for Halloween 
Or if you just want to test your own knowledge more, I did have more questions in the Jeopardy game. So the link to the Jeopardy game will be in the show notes. I may have one or two, well, more like maybe three or four crossover questions. So of the 25 you hear in this episode, about three or four may bleed over into the Jeopardy game. But other than that, I did my best to craft all new questions. So if you have fun here, be sure sure to click the link in the show notes and you can have more fun with the very first, hopefully first of many, underrated Stephen King trivia homemade Jeopardy game for the Halloween season and to, you know, make sure uh, we're, we're keeping our street cred as we work our way through these novels. So I hope you enjoy it. You can let me know at underrated SK if I got anything wrong. Please do. I'm very nervous. The only thing I'll say about the Jeopardy game is um when in traditional jeopardy you really have to craft the questions in a particular way they kind of shy away from using the five w's in the jeopardy questions so i started to do that i started to verbalize them in a very traditional jeopardy kind of manner but then (laughs) i got nervous that I was being way too cryptic or it was sounding really convoluted and complex and I was like I'm just sick of this we're just gonna let go we're gonna let go and we're just gonna go for it and use the five w's so I there might be some traditionally worded jeopardy-esque questions and then I just there are some where I'm like what's this called (laughs) and so uh, hopefully it's nice and clear if any question is unclear let me know or if there's something that could be one or two things I did my best to avoid that but you know it happens so definitely let me know but without further ado let us dive in to the first of our 25. All right, so this one is coming to you from Everything's Eventual, a delightful short story collection we covered a few weeks ago. Number one, what is the name of the hotel in New York City where the infamous room 1408 is located? Number one, what is the name of the hotel in New York City where the infamous room 1408 is located? Number two, this is also from Everything's Eventual. In The Man in the Black Suit, what is the insect the suit man tells our narrator has killed his mother? Number two, in The Man in the Black Suit, what is the insect the suit man tells our narrator has killed his mother? Number three, this is coming to you from the Just After Sunset story collection. In The Gingerbread Girl, what is the athletic sport our main narrator is obsessed with? Number three, in The Gingerbread Girl, what is the athletic sport our main narrator is obsessed with? Number four, In the novel Joyland, who is the mascot for the theme park? Number four. In the novel Joyland, who is the mascot for the theme park? Number five. In the novel Duma Key, what is the name of Edgar's anger management doll? 
Number five. In the novel Duma Key, what is the name of Edgar's anger management doll? Number six, here is our first King throwback. Hopefully all of us know this one. What is the city and state where the Overlook Hotel is located? Number six, what is the city and state where the Overlook Hotel is located? Number seven, in the novel Revival, what is the name of the recording studio Jamie works at? Number seven. In the novel Revival, what is the name of the recording studio Jamie works at? Number eight. In the novel Under the Dome, what color do the stars change to as they are observed from under the dome? Number eight. In the novel Under the Dome, what color do the stars change to as they're observed from under the dome? Number nine. In different seasons, the story Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, how many total years is Andy Dufresne actually behind bars? Number nine. In different seasons, the story Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, how many total years is Andy Dufresne actually behind bars? Number 10, another classic king for you. In the novel It, what is the name of the Chinese restaurant the Losers Club reunite in after 27 years? Number 10. In the novel It, what is the name of the Chinese restaurant the Losers Club reunite in after 27 years? Number 11. I believe this one is from Everything's Eventual. In the story, Riding the Bullet, what is the bullet referring to? Number 11. In the story, Riding the Bullet, what is the bullet referring to? Number 12. In the long walk, who is the military individual who controls the competition? Number 12. In the long walk, who is the military individual who controls the competition? Number 13. For Rose Red, what is the name of the accompanying found footage document to be read before watching the miniseries? For Rose Red, what is the name of the accompanying found footage document to be read before watching the miniseries? Number 14. For the Storm of the Century miniseries, what animal head is atop Andre Linoja's black cane? Number 14. For the Storm of the Century miniseries, what animal head is atop Andre Linoja's black cane? 
Number 15. In Rose Matter, Norman Daniels, our sinister villain, has what kind of daytime profession? Number 15. In Rose Matter, Norman Daniels, our sinister villain, has what kind of daytime profession? Number 16. In the novel, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, what is the name of Trisha's best friend? Hint, it is a type of soft drink. <laughs> Number 16. In the novel, The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, what is the name of Trisha's best friend? Hint, it's a type of soft drink. Number 17. In Lisi's story, what is the name of the secret, fantastical location both Lisi and Scott Landon teleport to? Number 17. What is the name of the secret, fantastical location both Lisi and Scott Landon teleport to? Number 18. In Full Dark No Stars, a story called A Good Marriage is Stephen King's take on the domestic life of what infamous real-life serial killer? In Full Dark No Stars, a story called A Good Marriage is Stephen King's take on the domestic life of what infamous real-life serial killer? Number 19. In The Institute, what is the name of the youngest and most powerful person at the facility? Number 19. In The Institute, what is the name of the youngest and most powerful person in the facility? Number 20. In Mr. Harrigan's phone from If It Bleeds, how much money is left to young Craig when Mr. Harrigan passes away? Number 20. In Mr. Harrigan's phone from If It Bleeds, how much money is left to young Craig when Mr. Harrigan passes away? Number 21. What is the carny speak for dressing up as the mascot in Joyland? Number 21, what is the carny speak for dressing up as the mascot in Joyland? Number 22, from Duma Key, what is the true name for Edgar Fremantle's completely pink house? Number 22, what is the true name for Edgar Fremantle's completely pink house? Number 23, classic king for you. What is the last stand location against Randall Flagg? Number 23, what is the last stand location against Randall Flagg? Number 24, from Full Dark No Stars, in Big Driver, when Tess is attacked at the gas station, she sees a spinning sign with writing on it. What does the sign say? 
24, in Big Driver, when Tess is attacked at the gas station, she sees a spinning sign with writing on it. What does the sign say? 25 is a bonus question. It is worth two points because I say so. This is a bonus to prep for our upcoming novel in the next two weeks. So if you've read Dr. Sleep, you may know this one. Here's question 25. What is the first and last name of the young psychic girl at the heart of the Dr. Sleep novel? 25. What is the first and last name of the young psychic girl at the heart of Dr. Sleep novel? The Dr. Sleep novel. <laughs> okay, this one, um, with that last question, this individual works with Danny Torrance, a grown-up adult Donnie, Danny, I don't know about Donnie Torrance, but Danny Torrance from The Shining is all grown up and featured prominently in Doctor Sleep. And if you've read the novel, she has a pretty cool name. So if you get this one, it will be a two-pointer for you and will hopefully boost your score a little bit. So hopefully that wasn't too, too painful. Hopefully you knew a few right off the bat. So let's take a tiny break and I'll come back with the answers. All right, folks, welcome, welcome. Let's see how many we got right on our first of many Stephen King trivia questions from the previously covered works right here on the Year of Underrated Stephen King podcast. So let's dive in with question number one. What is the name of the hotel in New York City where the infamous room 1408 is located? Answer, the Dolphin Hotel. Yup. <laughs> you think it would have much more of a sinister name, but nope, the Dolphin Hotel. Number two, in Everything's Eventual, in The Man in the Black Suit, what is the insect the suit man tells our narrator has killed his mother? Answer, a bumblebee. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, he, uh... Tells her, tells him his mother is allergic and, oh, it's terrible. Great story. One of my favorites. A bumblebee. Number three. In The Gingerbread Girl, this one's from Just After Sunset, what is the athletic sport our main narrator is obsessed with? Answer running. She is an avid runner. Number four, hopefully you guys got this one because you know Joyland is my jam. Number four, in the novel Joyland, who is the mascot for the theme park? Answer, 
Howie the Happy Hound Dog. <laughs> also, uh, I would throw in an extra point if you identify that he is blue. Howie the Happy Hound Dog is the Joyland mascot. Number five. In the novel Duma Key, what is the name of Edgar's anger management doll? Answer. Reba. Reba, the anger management doll with fiery red hair. First of many red things in Dumaki, if you guys have recently read it. Number six. Here's our Stephen King throwback. We all better get this one. What is the city and state where the Overlook Hotel is located? Answer. Sidewinder, Colorado. Yup, yup, yup. Number seven. In the novel Revival, what is the name of the recording studio Jamie works at? I know this one was a little hard. Don't hate me, guys. Answer Wolf Jaw Ranch. I thought that was cool. I liked that. Number eight. In the novel Under the Dome, what color do the stars change to as they're observed from under the dome? Answer, pink. The stars are pink because the dome and all the particulate makes them look pink. Super scary and cruel. All right, number nine, in different seasons, the story Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, how many total years is Andy Dufresne actually behind bars? Answer, Andy is in jail for 27 years, from 1948 to 1975. In the film, it's about 19 to 20 years, but in the actual novel, it's considerably more. Or in the novella, I should say. Yeah, full 27. Isn't that nuts? Number 10. In the novel It, what is the name of the restaurant the Losers Club reunite in after 27 years? Hopefully you guys feel like egg rolls because we're headed to Jade of the Orient. I want to go there so bad. It looks so awesome. Minus the scary um, fortune cookies <laughs> for those of you guys who saw the first one. Although, did they have scary fortune cookies in the revamped version in It Chapter 2? I'm drawing a blank. Let me know. Number 11. In the story Riding the Bullet, what is the bullet referring to? Answer, the bullet refers to a roller coaster at the local amusement park. There is a button on one of the mysterious people in a car saying, I rode the bullet, meaning a roller coaster. Number 12, I don't know about this one. Technically, this is a Bachman question, so my bad on that one because we can kind of separate Bachman and King a skosh. Number 12, in the long walk, who is the military individual who controls the competition? Answer, the major. That's all we get. That's his name, the major. He's the top guy. 
Number 13. For Rose Red, what is the name of the accompanying found footage document to be read before watching the miniseries? Answer, The Diary of Ellen Rimbauer. Yep, hopefully you guys have that in your King Collection stash. I actually liked it. I'm a little sad he didn't write it. I would love it 10,000 times more if he did, but it was fun. Number 14, for the Storm of the Century miniseries, what animal head is atop Andre Linoja's black cane? Answer, a wolf head. Yup, if you guys remember, I think we all do, Game of Thrones, it looked very similar to one of the I don't, maybe Jon Snow, I felt like everybody had a wolf head sword at some point. Um, looked like a Lannister sword, it looked like a Stark sword, it, it's, it's wolfy for sure. <laughs> Number 15, in Rose Matter, Norman Daniels, our sinister villain has what kind of daytime profession? Answer, he is a police officer. The worst. So terrible. Number 16 in the novel The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, what is the name of Trisha's best friend? Hint, it's a type of soft drink. So hopefully you went through the list and found yourself with this answer, Pepsi. I believe her name is Pepsi Robichaux and she is called Pepsi as a nickname for Penelope. I know that one was probably a hard one. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Number 17 in Lisey's story, what is the name of the secret fantastical location both Lisey and Scott Landon teleport to? Hopefully we all know this one. It's unforgettable if you've read the story. The answer is Booyah Moon, spelled B-O-O-Y-A, one word, Booyah Moon. I, uh, I'm speechless, guys. <laughs> I'm still trying to understand that place. Hopefully a few of you are with me. Number 18, in Full Dark No Stars... A story called A Good Marriage Stephen King's is Stephen King's take on the domestic life of what infamous real-life serial killer? Answer to this amazing story, please read it if you haven't, that would be BTK or Dennis Rader from Oklahoma. Ugh, creeping me out just remembering certain things from that story. Um, let's go on to number 19. In the Institute, what is the name of the youngest and most powerful person at the facility? Answer, that would be the Avester, uh, Avery Dixon, 10 years old. The Avester is also an acceptable answer as he is the most precious, wonderful character in the Institute. Number 20, in Mr. Harrigan's phone from If It Bleeds, how much money is left to young Craig when Mr. Harrigan passes away? Answer, $800,000 for school. So much, so much. I love it. Number 21, what is the Carney speak 
for dressing up as the mascot in Joyland? Answer, that would be wear the fur. If you wear the fur, you will be Howie the Happy Hound for the day. Number 22, what is the true name for Edgar Fremantle's completely pink house? That would be Salmon Point. Some of you might have said Big Pink. That is Edgar's nickname for the house, which is located on the north end of Duma Key. But the true name for it given to it by the East Lake family is Salmon Point. Number 23, what is the last stand location against Randall Flagg? So I'm hoping this wasn't too cryptically worded, but my answer is Las Vegas, Nevada. So hopefully I didn't get that wrong. Um, I hope I didn't, but uh, please let me know if I did um, and I will amend <laughs> and throw myself at your feet swiftly. Number 24, in Big Driver, when Tess is attacked at the gas station, she sees a spinning sign with writing on it. What does that sign say? I put this question down because I love this phrase. It creeps me out so much, and I just love this story so much. So the answer is, you like it, it likes you. Back and forth, back and forth. It's repeated quite a few times in the story. It's really creepy. Number 25, my bonus question, worth two points, what is the first and last name of the young psychic girl at the heart of the Dr. Sleep novel? Uh, I believe we gotta get first and last, um, but I will accept first just because I'm nice like that. That is Abra Stone. I love her name. I thought I, uh, she's a cool cat and we're going to talk about her in the next few weeks when we go over Dr. Sleep. So Abra Stone is our psychic lady. So there's my 25 guys. I hope you liked them. Um, if I need to up my trivia game, please let me know. I am open to suggestions. If you have some bomb trivia questions you would like to share, um, I will plug them into another Jeopardy game or perhaps we will do another episode. But I hope you had some fun thinking about the books covered in the pod thus far. I have so enjoyed what we've worked our way through these past few months and let me know how many right answers you got and if you liked this little trivia detour I'm looking forward to seeing if maybe we can cook up some more down the road maybe I can make them a little harder or do you feel it's a good mix do you feel they're too hard too obscure I don't know this is uh, this is all new for me guys but I would love to hear your thoughts on this um, also there is the link to the jeopardy game in the show notes if you'd like to play that one that one has different questions including some classic king ones that I would like to see what you guys think. The categories for the Jeopardy game is classic games, classic games, <laughs> classic king, novels, novellas, miniseries, um, and I think there's 
one other I'm forgetting. But please check out the Jeopardy game for any virtual gatherings you're having. Feel free to utilize it for friends, for any sort of parties. See how many answers you guys get and let me know what you think. Please write to me at underratedsk at gmail or you can find us on FB, Twitter, and Insta and we will be standing by eager to connect with you. So happy, happy, almost month of spooky October. Stay tuned for much more fun to come and in two weeks we'll be talking about Dr. Sleep. Can't wait to hang out with you guys again. Take care wherever you are and start and get start buying the candy because uh, I'm gonna want some. <laughs> All right, take care guys. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.